It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Tell It Abs It Is podcast. Your home for everything Colorado Avalanche on the Hockey Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Griffin Youngs and Christian Boulay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Tell It Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Griffin Youngs, joined by Christian Boulay, as always, once again in person for the second time in podcast history. We've upgraded our studio. Instead of Christian's kitchen table, we are now at the one table in my hotel room. Yeah, we've made big upgrades. Um, as you can see, big downloads equals big uh, big expenditures for our studios. Um but yeah, uh, it's great seeing you. I just wish the game was a little bit better tonight. Yep. Uh, so this series is not going to be a sweep, as probably a lot of us predicted, but I don't think many of us predicted the game going quite like that. Tampa Bay wins 6-2 to two over Colorado and cuts the series lead to 2-1, to one, and we've got a series on our hands now. It's not going to be easy. Not going to be easy. I mean, but this is exactly what we thought it was going to be. Like that seven nothing win was a complete anomaly. Like that was the Avs. The Avs played perfect in that game. You're not going to play perfect every game, and you're not going to win every game against a team like Tampa Bay. Yeah, it's like you said. Game two was a perfect game for the Avs. But what Tampa does, and what they've done for the last several years, that's brought them two straight cups, is that they feed on mistakes, and the Avalanche gave them six mistakes on a silver platter. And you look at this game as a whole, I think the score is even a little deceiving. But, I don't know, the the box score doesn't care about that. It's still 6-2, and there's plenty of things to work on. Plenty of things to work on, but I I can feel as good as I can feel after a 6-2 loss in the Stanley Cup Final as I do for this game. Like, we both left on our drive home from the bar we were at, um, and we both kind of were just saying, like, yeah, we lost, but I didn't hate the way... We played offensively tonight. The chances were there. Vasilevsky turned into a decent version of Andre Vasilevsky. I still think he can be better, but the chances were there. Tampa ended up blocking, what, 28 shots? Yeah. Something ridiculous like that. And the Avs still had almost 40 shots on goal. Yeah, like, they, they blocked a ridiculous amount of shots and felt like they scored on just about all of their scoring chances. Do we want to just do we want to talk about goaltending now? Yeah. Just have yeah, that let's, conversation. Let's, it out of the way. let's just get it out of the way because you're – no matter where you stand on it, it's something that you just cannot ignore yep. at this point. I don't think Darcy Kemper is solely to blame for this game, but no. that doesn't mean he was good. No, he wasn't great, but I mean, the Avs hung him out to dry on they did. three or four of the five goals. Yeah. The last one he gave up to Pat Maroon was, was that, bad. That's a backbreaker. That's a bad that, one. At that point, the game was over. Yeah. And then Anthony Sorelli is that first one. I mean, that's just a lucky goal. Yeah, he wasn't right? even trying to do yeah, that. Yeah, he wasn't trying to do that, so... Yeah, I mean, Darcy Kemper wasn't great, but I don't think if Pavel Francouz is in there when you're giving up those great A chances, he's making those saves. Right. It's like, do you start Frankie or do you start Kemper? Well, is Frankie making those saves on just Josh Manson giving up a puck? Why? Like, you look at where Tampa scored in this game. Five of them were in the slot. Correct. They had zero slot chances last game. Mm -hmm. You cannot be giving up those kind of opportunities. Yeah, you know, you want your goalie to save one or two. 
but he's going to give up a lot of those. If Tampa Bay gives those up to Vasilevsky, which they did in game two, he's going to give up seven, which he did. You know, it's, I think a lot of people, they just focus in on one part of the the debate and just bear their feet down when it's, it's both. Kemper needs to be better and needs to make some of those saves, but the defense in front of him was shocking at certain points. I mean, Devon Taves and Kale McCarr were minus three both tonight. And Devon Taves, I thought McCarr was okay. I thought Taves was just straight up yeah. bad. Here's the thing. Devon Taves isn't going to play that bad ever again. Ever. Like, he played probably his worst game he's played in a long time. Um, Kale McCarr was, like you said, okay. I think he ended up having, what, one point? Yeah, he finished with two assists. Two assists. Yeah. Um, and Devon Taves had that brutal turnover. Um, who scored for Tampa after that turnover? Who did he give that turnover to? It was like a it was a break opportunity. It was Palat because they scored on that rebound or that pretty passing play. I feel like there was more than one. Yeah, I mean Devontae's wasn't good tonight, and that's something we never say um, because Devontae's usually so good. But he had an off night. I I think a majority of the defensemen had an off night. I don't yeah, think any defenseman I, was really good tonight. Yeah, like even a guy I love to gush about in Byram, he looked. He looked off tonight. It looked like he was caving under some of the pressure Tampa was throwing at him. Josh Manson obviously had that turnover. Kale McCarr was obviously the best defenseman in this game. He broke up plenty of opportunities, but one guy can't drive the bus. And Jack was okay. EJ looked pretty rough, especially early on. EJ's looked rough this whole series. Yeah. Which, I mean, he's he's a third-pair defenseman at this point in his career. He was playing as a second-pair defenseman to start. Um, and, yeah, it, it just wasn't good enough in front of Darcy Kemper tonight. And even Nathan McKinnon and Gabriel Landeskog said it in the postgame. They both said that they were not good enough in front of Darcy Kemper. And I, I, do I want Kemper to make some of those saves? Yeah, but yeah. is it to be expected? I, I mean, if it's Vasilevsky, maybe. But yeah, we, well, we I mean, knew- Vasilevsky makes some of those saves, yeah. and it feels like that's a pretty big difference in the this, in this series right now. But... You can't put that kind of effort in front of your goalie no. and then spin it as to it's all his fault. You expect, okay, he saves one or two. Okay, so you lose four two. Like, it doesn't matter. Like th- th- that's the thing that is that drives me crazy about the people who want to hate on Darcy Kemper. We knew going into this series that they had the goaltending advantage. We knew that they and, had the goaltending advantage against every team yeah, in the NHL. And in games one and two, we did a great job of helping Darcy Kemper at least get it close. And in this game, it just wasn't good enough. It, yeah. just, it just wasn't good enough. So, yeah, I think Darcy's to blame a little bit. He wasn't particularly great. But if you blame this all on Darcy Kemper, you're You're, you're your missing mind. the picture here. Yeah. I mean, that one goal he gave up to Stamkos, where Stamkos was just wide open all by himself and <laughs> in the middle of the ice. Yeah, and like the second period, Nick Paul, right off of the, the Manson turnover. Stamkos wide open in front of the net. The, the Pat Maroon one, that was bad. You that need a bad. save. Like, that that to me signified just, we were just about halfway through the game. Oh, the game is over yeah. at that point. And that can't happen. That's a backbreak. Even at 4-2, you get one. It's a one-goal game. You go into the third, it's a one-goal game. You can work with that. Five, you're not, not you scoring six on Vasilevsky. Nope. You're just not. I even said that to you. That was funny. We were sitting there, and you're like, are we really going to score seven on Vasilevsky? And I looked at you, and I was like, yeah, that's a good point. We probably yeah. aren't. <laughs> we yeah. probably aren't. I think you were saying, like, yeah, if you get one here, you might have a chance. I was like, you got, you got three yeah. left to go after this. You got to score got, seven on Bassey, yeah. which is just isn't possible. You got three left after this to get it tied. Yeah, oh, I guess it is possible. We did score seven in the last one. It's not going to happen in back-to-back games. but Especially not in 20 minutes. No. But the thing is, is I, I still think you go Kemper game four. Yeah. I, I mean, when you really look at it, what goals is Frankie stopping there? I don't think any. I don't think maybe one. Okay, so it's five two. Like I don't know. I think you give Kemper one last go of it. If this happens again, then yeah, you go Frankie after that. But you can't yank your starting goalie after one game. No, and I, I think the defense is gonna be a lot better Wednesday. Wednesday is going to be a hell of a game that I think we're going to get for the first time in the series a goaltending duel. Because both teams like know how big this game is. Because if the Avs win, they go up three one. If Tampa wins, it's a three. It's a best of three. And um, I I really just think the Avs are going to be better defensively because they were pretty bad for their standards in this game. And yeah. I really do they, think this was the worst defensively they've been all play. Well, the first Oilers game was pretty bad. The first Oilers game was pretty bad, but you, you won Oilers eight were, six, yeah. so you don't remember. And I mean, this was the first time I think this team's been outplayed since what game two against St. Louis. 
Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, that game against St. Louis, they just kind of never had a jump. Yeah. But look what happened after that. Yeah. They hit the road for two straight games, two outstanding performances. They fell apart in the third period of Game yeah. 5, but no, no one really cares about that anymore because no. they won the series. The Avalanche have been very good at adjusting in these playoffs, even after they've won, even after Game 1, where they won, but it wasn't perfect. They bounced back with a perfect game. I don't know how the mindset changes to get to this, but can't do anything about it now. You go into Game 4, you watch the film, you adjust, you go home up 3-1, to one, nobody cares. We said that on, after the game on, was it Saturday? Saturday was Game 2? Yes. Yeah, Saturday. But the mission going to Tampa is when 1-2. Right. The, it's still the same mission, and you still have the exact same you know, chance and to do it. Me and Christian were talking about this towards the end of the game. If you told any of us you're up 2-1 to one after three games... Take Are you happy day. with that? Take Absolutely you're happy with that. And also, if you have to pick one to lose on the road, game three or game four? Game three. I, to me, it's always game three. You win game four, you go back home, and you close it out in five. Because it's if you win game three and, and lose four, it's tough to lose with the cup in the yeah. building. That's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, I completely agree. Losing game three, not a big deal. Do, do I like the score? No. Do I think it was a little inflated because of the Avs' poor defensive coverage? Yeah. Um, I mean, you had the stats of the Avs that were what expected to have, what, six goals in this game? Pretty much. I mean, it's really boosted by the third period yeah. where Tampa just entered the prevent mode to end all prevent modes. And also, the final five minutes, they had insane inspected goals, which really almost boosted their total by, like, two whole. But but if you look at it, you take that away, it's 4-4. Right. Like, that game was even. Right. The Avs are closer to five, and the Lightning are closer to four. The offense is there and getting some chances. Comfort alone had like four. If he gets the puck off the ice, he has two goals Yeah, tonight. he gets two goals. He has, <laughs> he has two goals today. Yeah, he has an open net. He gets a pretty bad shot into Kemper's blocker. He Vasilevsky's blocker. Yeah, I'm sorry. Great <laughs> I haven't slept a lot. Yeah. Flew out very early today. Still haven't slept. But yeah, into Vasilevsky's blocker. Things are not all doom and gloom, but it, it always just goes back to what I said at the beginning of the series. The most important part of this is Kemper. And if he bounces back and has a good game four, I think the Avs win. I think sometimes it's it's that simple. I still think if Darcy Kemper's a 9-10, you can win the series. Yeah. Like, if he's a 9-10, you can win the series. What was his final stat line tonight? Probably like... 773. Yeah, that's not good. Not good enough. Not good. Perfect on the power play, but yeah. 10 for 15 at even strength. Yeah. I mean, that's just not that's not going to get it done. Um, if you can get 9-10 out of him, you're you're going to win this series. Yeah. And I think it's it, it, the potential's there. It, do I? I would love some saves on a couple of those chances, but right. the Stamkos one, there's literally that's a perfect shot. Um, right, the the Paul one turnover, Stamkos, he's wide open. I, I can see the complaint on the Palat goal that he just he takes takes away so much of his body from the yeah. net sometimes when he's sliding across. But again, it's a great play from the Lightning. Rantanen just lost his guy, yeah, and- like just. Like, there was a lot of people losing their guys in this game. I mean, Miko Rantanen was... He had two assists tonight, but defensively, I didn't think he was as good. He was a nightmare. Yeah. He he wasn't very good defensively. And I really... This was the first time, and we can pivot to this, that you really noticed that Nazem Kadri wasn't in the lineup. Yeah. And it took, what, four games for it to be there? There's no Burakovsky in the lineup And no Burakovsky either. Like, this was the first time I think you really noticed the injuries. And we had gone four games, and we'd had a six-game win streak... We had kind of masked over it, but when you're lo- when you're losing your what third leading scorer on right. the team, uh, Burakovsky, who had been hot, and those are big pieces you're missing. Burakovsky defensively has been yeah, great. Like too. in the regular season, that's two thirds of your second line, and Sam Gerrard, who was pretty much your third fourth defenseman, and those are very big guys to be missing in this series. And Tampa's without point, but the way he was playing, that's not really much of a subtraction. No, it's not really much of a subtraction, but. I do think there's a possibility that Nazem Kadri plays in Game 4, and even if we get 75% of Nazem Kadri, he's better than Nicholas Obeykubel or right. Nico Sturm. And that's nothing against those guys, but they're yeah. hammering out their weight class there. And I think Bednar will be very happy to get them out of the lineup. Yeah. You look at the ice time, Obeykubel played 6.5 minutes, yeah. and Sturm played 7. Yeah. And I know a lot of that when you're down, you want to ride your stars, but... Six and a half in the Stanley Cup final. Like, coach just doesn't trust you. Yeah, I think Kadri's closer. It'll be interesting to see if Burakovsky practices tomorrow. Um, 
Because, like, again, that is just such a weird thing because yeah. it didn't look that bad. No. I, I really do think it was precautionary, though. I really do. Um, but you get Nazem Kadri back, and that immediately, it, it, it's... Even, even if he doesn't do anything, the energy that brings back yeah. in the lineup, just the, the morale boost of having Kadri back in the lineup does a lot. I, I think he's close. I mean, this is exactly when we kind of predicted we may see him. Yeah, four or five. Four or five. Um, it'll be interesting to see what Bednar does or what he decides to do with the lineup because, I mean, you're really kind of stuck with what you got right now with your injuries. Yeah. So you're not going to put Jason Megna in or, or Mikhail Maltzov in. Like, right. uh, nothing against those guys, but you're not going to put him in. But Like, Albe Bell still does more than yeah. those guys. And it's nothing against those guys, but... They're AHL guys for a right. reason. So I really am eager to see what tomorrow brings with practice, if Kadri's a full participant, if... Burakovsky's at least in a non-contact jersey, at least practicing. I think that gives us a little bit of hope. But you can't rely on those two coming back to win the series because there's a real possibility neither of them come back. Like, there's a possibility that it couldn't happen. Yeah, and if they do come back, they're probably not going to be anywhere close to what they were. Yeah. So those guys aren't going to come back and automatically just fix everything. Mm-hmm. It comes down to execution. Game two, execution was probably one of the best in NHL history. Yeah. Tonight was nothing close to that. Nope. Not at all. The execution was not there from really anybody. No, it wasn't there for anyone. And, I mean, like, McKinnon, he's just... I wouldn't say he's been bad, but he just... I, th- I thought he was the best yeah, have in he, this game. He was good. He's just kind of snake-bitten right now. Right. I mean, he, you I can also, tell he's kind of forcing it. I also think when things spiral like this, he tries to do everything. Oh, yeah. Like, the, there was that point in the that third three period. On one. That three-on-one. It's 6-2. Scoring doesn't really matter mm-hmm. here. But he has Ranton and Landeskog and just shoots it right into yeah. Vasilevsky's chest. I didn't love that. But, I mean, he's trying to get going. I, I, don't, I don't hate it. Um, he's going to start scoring here. He's going to. The chances are there. Um, and everything's going to be fine. It's just, this. it just sucks losing. Yeah, losing a game like this, losing a game 6-2 in the playoffs, losing a game 6-2 in the Stanley Cup final, sucks. But it's a seven-game series. It's a long series, and momentum is a bitch. You win two games at home, one in overtime, one seven to nothing. You lose one game, and now it feels like everything's spiraling out of control. Which is funny. Like, the fan base, we love you guys, but there are a lot of people who freak out over one loss. I'm going to tell you, this team's different than last year's teams. I know people have the battle scars from last year, um, but this team's different than last year's team. It's a Stanley Cup final. Yeah. They're going to bounce back. And also, haven't mentioned this yet, first road loss. First road loss in the playoffs. In four rounds. Yeah. First road loss in the playoffs. You know, and it was a hell of a loss. Yeah. It was a hell of a loss, but it's you can get away with those mistakes against the Edmonton Oilers and the Nashville Predators the Avs mm-hmm. made tonight. You can't yeah. get away with it against Tampa. And they right. made those mistakes against Nashville yep. and Edmonton. Cost them a little bit, but in Game 4 against the Oilers, they can just score at will because mm-hmm. the Oilers have no defense and no goaltending. Game 4 against Nashville, I didn't think they were particularly great in that. They were down, battle back, and come all the way back. And I think this is a good lesson that... Tampa's not those guys. You can't. You, you can't, can't get away with that shit. It's like I said. Tampa feasts on mistakes. You give them a mistake, they're gonna score on it. Mm-hmm. They're gonna take advantage of it in some way and exploit it. That's why they swept Florida. That's how they ended up knocking out the Leafs. They took advantage of every mistake they made, and that's how they bounced back against the Rangers. Is they took advantage of everything. This is still the Avs series to lose. They just have to clean up their own game. And Tampa made the adjustments in this game. They applied a lot more pressure. They put a lot of pressure every time we tried to move the puck. But, I mean... But here's the thing. If they continue to take those chances, the Avs are going to figure that out. And we've seen in these first three games, the Lightning defensemen can't keep up with the Avs. Um, And if they continue to pinch in, I, I agree with what you said when we were sitting at the bar. Like, why not? Like, you, you lost already trying to keep them back. Might as well just get your chances. And it worked for them tonight. So the Avs got to figure out a way to adjust to the pressure that they are now facing. And I, I really do think that they're going to find a way to do it. Yeah. I, I, I'm really not panicked. No, I'm not either. And I also think this is the last kind of game like this in the mm-hmm. series. We we got our one blowout, 7 nothing. They got their blowout, 6-2. to two. I think the rest of these are 4-2, 3-2, some overtimes mixed in. This is going to be tight hockey the rest of the way no matter where it goes and both teams are very good at those games and you know like 
we can win this series in five. We can win the next two games. The series might go seven still. Like it's this is <laughs> gonna be a long series, and it's if if you win it, you will have earned it. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I do think that the Lightning now, like they they battled back, but the Abs are gonna have to. This is where having those eight days off, I think, is really gonna benefit the Abs because Tampa is going to be beat up. I mean, we saw Kucherov leave uh, late in the game. I'm sure he's fine. Nick Paul got hurt in the game, too. Like, Tampa Bay's, after starting the series, the healthier of the team. The Avs have the potential to be the healthier team at the end of the series, which it could be it could be a play a big factor because Nick Paul, yeah, he scored after he was hurt, but he definitely wasn't moving well, He the left, like, immediately yeah. after that. Yeah. I mean, it was, and he was wide open. Yeah. It's not like he danced through everyone. He no. was just standing in front of the net. Yeah. And I really do, like, Kucherov, I think he's fine. He took an awkward hit. I mean... That was really dramatic. Yeah. People act like the Devontae's intent to injure. Yeah. You need to stop. After that Kucherov is not even boarded the fuck check. out of Manson, and there was no call. So, And then Kucherov cross-checks Taves before that play starts, so Taves gets him back. That's He, didn't, he barely even touched him. Yeah. <laughs> barely mean, even a cross-check. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's hilarious, but uh, I hope Kucherov's okay. You don't want to see players getting hurt. Yeah, I hope. I don't hope he's hurt or anything. But I just thought that it was an awkward very fall, dramatic. I think fine. he's fine. Yeah, I mean the point one is significant though. The yeah, point for them is he wasn't great, but I mean you put in Riley Nash and it's kind of a big dip. But I mean Tampa's big boys feasted tonight. I mean they didn't do diddly squat in games one and two. They were good, really good tonight. Kucherov was good. Stamkos gets a goal. Palat gets a goal. I mean, everything was working for the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight. Yeah, and you know, and it's what I said, I think, last episode. There's going to be a game where Kucherov and Stamkos break out and get a ton of points. They both had two points in this game, and you had Palat picking up two points as well, and Victor Hedman, two points as well. This is one of those games where Tampa Bay is just going to win a game like that. And I was going to make another point, but then I got distracted with this, and I haven't slept. So whatever you were going to say, go ahead while I try to rack my brain. Yeah, no, I mean, it's the exact same thing we said was going to happen in the last series. Like, McDavid and Dreisaitl were going to go nuclear for a game, and they did. It's just the ads kind of went nuclear, too. Um, so I I really do think the Avs are going to make the adjustments, just like Tampa did after Game 2. And I, I I would not be shocked if they win Game 3, like, 3-1, three 4-1. to, one, four to one. Yeah. Like, Everything went in for the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight. Every single shot that they took that could have that had gone over the net in the first two games or uh, had deflected off an abs player, it found the back of the net tonight. Yeah, they they teed off in the inner slot, which they had nothing of the sort in game two, and that's got to change. And it will. It will. I believe it will. This team very good at making adjustments. How crazy would it be if Sam Gerrard was like just sneakily coming back? <laughs> they ruled him out immediately. I know, but that'd be but that'd be crazy. That would be a very because he crazy traveled with story. the team. Yeah, I mean he's there, but I, I also think that's like well we know he's not playing. Yeah, that'd he's, be that'd be crazy because it's probably been almost a month now. Yeah, well it's his chest. Yeah, he did break his. He literally broke his sternum. Ah, I mean that's crazy to think. That feels like three months ago. Yeah, that injury does. That was less. Was that less than a month ago or just over a month ago? I think it's coming close to a month. Right. It was game three against St. Louis. Right. Yeah, there's no way, but it, it would be just hilarious if he's just... God, these playoffs, they feel like it's been years. It has been. It's been an eternity. Um, I mean, Kadri's injury feels like it was a month ago. It was only two weeks. Yeah. If that, maybe we're coming up on three weeks. So, we'll see. Um, injuries are part of the game at this point. Like, everyone's battling something. So I just, I really, really hope that the Avs make those adjustments and we're talking on Wednesday about coming home 3-1 yeah. and we have a chance to win the Cup at home. Yeah, and it's a it's a series now. This yeah. was never going to be easy, but again... I think if, that thought crept, crept into a lot of people's minds, though. I mean, yeah. after that, like, it's hard not to think. I mean, we even kind of fell victim to a little yeah, bit of Yeah, we absolutely afterwards. did. We just had one of the most perfect games in NHL history. Yeah. It's hard not to think about, holy shit, we could sweep this we series. Could. Welcome back to reality, back everybody, to reality. and welcome back to playing Tampa Bay. This is going to be a tough series. It can be tough, and you can win in five, or this could go seven still. It would. I mean, it's just, when's the last time a sweep happened in the cup final? 1998, 1998. Washington Capitals got swept. Oh, by the Red Wings? Yes. Oh, yeah. I know that one. Yeah. 23 years ago. You weren't even born yet. You were good. You didn't have to go. Still bitter. Yeah, still bitter about it. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it just doesn't happen. 
Like there's, yeah. there's, there's a reason why both of these teams are Montreal here. Montreal beat Tampa Bay one time last year. Right. Like, come on. We're talking about if there one. if there was ever a series for a sweep in the Stanley Cup final, that, that was the one. And Montreal got one. Right. So and like Nashville beat Pittsburgh twice. 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 Yeah. Almost three times. Almost three times. Goal. Yeah, they counted that goal. But that's what I mean. Pittsburgh was very clearly the better team oh. in that series. But this stuff happens. And, you know, you look at the score. It's easy to get down on it. There are still positives to take away from it oh, here. Yeah. And, you know, it's... I think you might have to ask the question, how does this game look if Bo Byram keeps that puck oh, in the yeah. zone? In I'm the surprised we've been talking for, what, 30 minutes? Yeah, well, it kind of, it popped, it well that's what I was going to bring yeah. up. And then I forgot when I brought my other point. But that's what I was going to bring up is... The Avs had a goal taken off the board early in this game, and if Byram just keeps that puck in the zone, it's 2 nothing early. It's one nothing, and you're going on the power play. Right, it's one nothing. you're getting a power play, and let's assume you get that other power play goal later. You're talking it's 2 nothing at yeah. that point. Now, let's be clear. That was offside. Very clearly offside. Yeah. Like, there was, my problem is not the call. It's the fact that they gave Tampa so much time like to two make. minutes. Yeah, they gave them like a minute and 20 seconds when the standard's like 45 seconds, and... The direct wording from Elliot Friedman is they gave them leeway because they're losing 2 nothing. How can you trot this out as a serious league when you change the rule? Yes, it was offside, but you, if you can't make up your mind by the time, you'd say, fuck off. Yeah. You missed your chance. 45 seconds. Like, it's not... Blame your video guys for not getting the fucking video of it. Like, it shouldn't take two minutes to get all the views. Um, and it also goes back to my point. Why have we not installed a blue line camera? I think they have it because I the what I saw is that the NHL definitively saw the play was offside. Yeah. But why can't we see that? Like, show us the blue line camera. Right, just it's very simple. Show us what you're seeing. Like, why do they have to have the secret angles? <laughs> if to go to Pruder film, zooming in to get like this grainy ass video. Right, they show the same two angles, and apparently the NHL has the camera that shows when a play is offside. They just don't show it to anybody. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's hilarious. God forbid you show what's happening in your game. Well, and then the review took, what, five minutes? Yes, that that annoyed me too because they got, they gave up the goal. They slowed the game down. Like, huh, are we going to review this one? I don't know. What do you think, assistant? Should we review it? I don't know. Let's Give us a minute. Let's think about yeah. it. And then the review took 10 minutes. Yeah. So even after the goal got taken back, every ounce of momentum of that was gone. gone. Because even then, you got one past Vasilevsky five minutes into the game even if that gets taken back, that's still a bit of momentum. And they're like, okay, that's something to but build off But here's the thing of. that I don't get why it took them so long. We noticed it was offsides on, like, the first camera view. Right. Like, why did we have to go full Zapruder film on it? Like, me and you looked at each other like, oh, yeah, that's offsides. Yeah. Like, it took two seconds for us to realize that. And, yeah, I get you're trying to get the call right. But, man, that review felt forever. This whole game felt forever. Like, this game was this just game, never like, ending. The first period took, like, an hour and 15 minutes. Man. We were two and a half hours into the game, and it was the end of the second period. Yeah, this was, game dragged on, and it was a hell of a time for it. Yeah, of course it couldn't be a close game. Well, actually, that's probably a better thing. It wasn't a close game. That would have been this the most painstaking game. Well, at least to your in, like the third period, like we stayed, but like we weren't super invested. Well, no, here's the thing, man. I I still think it's the same point. There should be a mercy rule in hockey, like going into the third period, like. Just in the game, man. Or just have like, a running clock. Or just like the, the TV timeouts. Yeah. I get you want to make money, but let's get the show on the road yeah. here. Like, holy shit, let's have a running clock. Like, yeah. Do like we do in Pee Wee Sports and just have a running clock. Just It's hard, to, stop s- it it's hard to sit through that third yeah. period at some point. The Avs, they were playing well because Tampa was just in full-on prevent. But, blech. Yeah, I mean, this game was truly, truly super slow. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean... I just don't know what else really to say about how we can improve. But looking ahead to Game Four, what are your what are your thoughts on that? I think it's a one goal game. I think both. I think Tampa knows what works for them now in this series. It took them two games to really figure it out because they have kicked them up and down the ice yep. in Colorado, and in this game, Tampa figured out stuff that works. Now Colorado needs to make those adjustments and figure out what works for them again. They've tended to do that very quickly. I don't know if I have a definitive winner for the game. I I think it's 3-2, and whoever gets the luckiest bounce wins. Because I, I, these teams are very close. Oh, We've yeah. seen that. And they both had their blowouts. They had the one-goal game in game one. Now I just think it comes down to luck. I mean, my opinion is there's two opinions on this game. If Kadri plays, I think it's a totally different game. If Kadri doesn't play, I think it's 
similar result, but I think... I'm going into the mindset that he's not playing. Just because I don't want to get my hopes up. And you don't want to bank your hopes on it. You got to be able to fix it internally, and Kadri should just be a bonus. Yeah, I agree. I I, will both be of the same mindset. I I think he doesn't play. I think the Avs win 4-2 with an empty netter at the end. I'm saying 3-2, so basically the same thing. I, I, I I just think this team's different. They continually just proved me wrong. I thought they were going to when I predicted them to lose tonight. I thought they were going to prove me wrong again, and they, they just said, nah, not tonight. I mean, are you are you really predicting Tampa to win if you're expecting Colorado to prove you wrong? Yeah. No, no. Colorado's going to win 4-2. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I meant for this game. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. I just said that on paper as a thing he may have. It didn't work out for me. Um, well, speaking of stuff like that, for game four... I am now allowed to go yes. to Ball Arena because I was not in the building. My strategy of not going tonight did not work, clearly. <laughs> but it's no longer my fault. You can't blame me for this anymore. So we're going for Game 4 we're to Ball Arena. We're going for Game 4. It'll be a good time. Um, I just really think the Avs are going to bounce back. I do, I, too. I just really do. And I think Tampa's going to have a very good game. I think this is probably going to be one of the best games of the series. Yeah. And I think I think the Avs are going to edge it out by one. Yeah. Agreed. I, I, I think they get the empty netter to get it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's really, like, I keep trying to think of more things we can talk about for Game 3. I mean, it just, it, it's a pretty plain and cut it, Yeah, game. it was pretty cut and dry. They yeah. failed to defend the slot miserably. And Kemper did not make big saves. Granted, not all of them were his fault, but it's like we've said all postseason, not everything's going to be perfect. You need to make saves at some point. That's in your job description as a goalie. Pretty big. Pretty big job description. And the Avs on offense, I still thought were pretty good in this game. Obviously not as good as they were in the first two games, but it was all still there in this game. The power power play is great. The power play went two for three. That thing is rolling. The penalty kill is still great. They gave up one to make it six to two. And And that one Frankie, there was nothing he can do. That was deflected. Yeah, deflected off the post. Perry's right behind him. Tampa went one for six on the power play. The penalty kill and the power play are great. And even strength, Tampa's just scoring the goals. But Colorado, they're still being—they're still able to generate things. And Vasilevsky, you know, people are talking about like, oh man, he's on one today. I didn't think he was amazing. No. I thought there were a lot of rebounds he gave up, and obviously the blocker side still a problem for him. I mean, those two that if Comper just gets them off the ice, we're talking the Abs have four goals. Right, like they the, still the, lose the second four. one that everyone lost their minds about, where. Comfer fumbled it, got it, and just slid it. Yeah. Kemper's pad was already there. Yeah. And Kemp, again, yeah. it's, it's right. not Darcy Kemper. It's Andre Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, like they were good saves. It's just if Comfer shoots that literally anywhere else, it's a goal. Right. Like Even if he gets it a little bit more, like he shot it right into his pads. And I agree, like he, he's falling away from the puck. and hey, he His positioning looks off. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not... I shouldn't say I'm not scared of Vasilevsky, but there are weaknesses to exploit. He does not look like the same Vasilevsky that we've seen. In Florida. Right. And there have been times in these playoffs that I think this whole playoff run, he's looked just a little strange. He's looked human. Yeah. He Against the Leafs, he was okay. Against Florida, he was superhuman. Yeah. But against the Rangers, at times, struggled. These last two postseasons, it was never a question. Yeah. It was never a question. And I... I keep want, expecting him to play a lot better. I just don't know. I mean, the Avs just, like we talked about in the preview, like the Avs just do this to goalies. They make goalies look okay. And that's why I think the first goalie to get to 9-10 save percentage is going to win this series. Yeah. I mean, what did that put Vasilevsky at for this series after tonight? Because what did he finish at tonight? He finished tonight at a 9-49. He was at 8-23 yeah. the first two games. So it'll probably bring him like just below 900, I yeah. would think. So, I mean, he was good. He was 9-43. That's crazy. Yeah, 9.49 in this game. That's I mean, crazy. Even strength, he was 30 for 30. Yeah. The only time he got beat was on the power play. I'm not saying like he was bad in this game. He obviously wasn't. He just wasn't the But there are game. weaknesses in his... There are chinks in the armor that you can exploit. 100% there are chinks in the armor you can exploit. And I I think the abs are going... They've done it this whole series already. Yeah. I mean, the rebounds are there. Tampa's blocking a shit ton of shots. Like, just keep firing at them. They're... Sounds bad. You block enough shots, you're gonna get hurt. We've seen what happens. I mean, Berkey broke, hurt his hand, and then Cogliano broke a finger doing it. Like you keep doing it. Bogosian, I feel like has taken so many shots to the face. Maybe you should wear a visor, dude. But 
Yeah, like, he, he blocked three in this game. Victor Hedman blocked four. Yeah, like, you're talking about almost now three years of Stanley Cup playoffs of blocking shots. Like, that eventually catches up with you. Right. So... I mean, it's a, it's a dangerous game to play, but the longer this series goes, Tampa generally gets better, but the abs are going to get healthier. And Tampa, at a certain point, wear and tear becomes a problem. Yeah. It does. I mean, you're talking about they played, what, 300 games now in less than three years? Yeah. Like, like their their first Stanley Cup wasn't even two years ago. Yeah. Like, they're playing 300 games minimum. So, well, maybe not because they didn't play 82 in the bubble sh- in the shortened season. Right. But close to it. Um, in that vicinity. Yeah. And the Avs are, you saw John Cooper said it after game two against New York in the last series, that their rest really came in handy after game two. I think it's going to be the same thing for the Avs. The rest is going to start coming in handy. Hey, everybody. Hope you've been enjoying this episode so far, interrupting to bring you a word from our sponsor at DraftKings Sportsbook. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what win or lose. All you have to do is bet $5 on any team to win, and you get $100 no matter the result. It is literally free money. And if that's not enough, if you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs with DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds whenever you want at your convenience. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now, back to the episode. And yeah, in Tampa, they've not had rest ever since nope. they swept Florida. They've had a grueling series against the Rangers. It wasn't easy to win it. And now they're going to be in a full-on war with the Abs. This was a not generally stressful game for them, but I think the rest of the games in this series are going to be. Yeah, 100%. They are going to be. So... Um, I really don't know where else to go with this. I just tell people, relax. It's one loss. We're going to be okay. Um, and the series doesn't start until the home team loses. Yeah. That old cliche. Series doesn't start until the home team loses a game. So we talked about this on the last episode. It's going to be really tough to beat the Avs four or five times. Yeah, and opposite goes for Tampa as well. It's going to be tough to beat them four times, but someone has to lose. Someone has to lose. And I I just trust this Avs team. They have that gear. Um, and I would just encourage everyone, don't watch NHL Network for these next couple days because they're going to be saying, oh, here we go again. Lightning did this last round. Like just It'll just piss you off. So take a break from hockey for tomorrow. Just Right. Take a break. Take listen a breather. To this episode. Get some rest. Listen to this episode. Um, listen to all your abs podcasts and just take a deep breath. Don't watch any TV. I'm going to go home tonight. I'm not going to watch a single. No. I'm going to watch NFL Network. I know it's the offseason, but I, at least I know there'll be no talk of hockey on it. So I'm just going to turn on the NFL Network. I don't know what they'll have on. Probably like a. Yeah, probably like another Football Life <laughs> documentary, the one they show a million times. Yeah, no, but... I'm cool. So I'll watch the Randall Cunningham one for the 90th time. But I'm just, because it's just going to piss me off. And I don't need to be pissed off. And that strategy's worked for me so far in these playoffs. When we lost those two to St. Louis, I did not turn on anything. Yeah, yeah. So, it, it's what you said after last game. You can't get too high and you can't get too low. You don't get more than one win for winning seven nothing. You don't get more than one loss for losing six to two. You're up two to one in the series, and you've got another game ahead of you. This game no longer matters. Once once those clocks hit zero, it doesn't matter anymore. It's done. The it's only over. thing you can do is go up three to one now. I I just. I really think they're going to come out in Game 4 and play a similar game to Game 2. I think Game 4 is going to be an all-time classic. I really do. I just, if Darcy Kemper is good. And that's the big question, is Darcy Kemper. I think the abs are going to be great. Is Darcy Kemper going to be good enough to back them up? 
that is TBD. the question three games into the series we still don't have the answer yeah. to. I mean, it is funny that we go from talking about Darcy Kemper, a 16-safe shutout, to now everyone's like, he can't play in game four. I mean, to be fair, he faced nothing in yeah. game two. I mean, game two was perfect for the Avs. Um, yeah, I just... You, you, I don't think it's really a debate. You throw him out for game four. If you lose game four and he repeats that, like if, yeah, it's, if, two, if, if, if he's, it's two to one and he's great, right? If, if he's a, if he's a nine fifteen and you win or lose, you keep going with him the rest yeah. of the way. But it's not a guarantee that's going to happen. If he's an eight fifty and Tampa wins five to three, you put Frankie in for game five. Yep. You know, it's just sometimes you don't you don't overthink it. Nope. Don't ever think it. Like I, I trust Bednar to make the right call. I mean, he's been right. He knows all his goalies. He's been right all postseason. I mean, we we all act like we're experts. Bednar knows his goalies, yeah. and he knows who's going to be more prepared and ready to play. Yeah, I think this makes Darcy Kemper more motivated. Um, I think the Abs are going to be more motivated defensively in front of him because they were bad tonight. Yeah, and I expect. I I the more I think about, it, I think the Abs could win like four one. I really do. Like, I mean, we've. Each game in the series is different. You, like momentum can change just like that. Here's the thing, dude. The Avs played their worst tonight defensively, and it was still a relatively close game. Like the Avs are the better team. They are, and you just need to go in there for game four, and play like you did in games one and two, and you'll be fine. Because in games one and two, what did what did Tampa do? Tampa Bay do in either of those games? They they had one good minute in game one. Where they scored two goals. Yeah, and and even then, like it was a great play by Kucherov and a shot that Kemper just never yeah. saw. Outside of that, they did not have anything. This was the first game they had anything at all, and they scored on every single. At least chance. five of six of them were directly given to them on the platter yeah. by the Avalanche. And when we talk about a lot of goals that they've given up in in the playoffs, a lot of them have been off of turnovers, failing to clear the zone, things like that. When they clean that stuff up. Teams have not been able to beat them. That's why I'm not worried, man. Like yeah. they're going to be fine. They're going to like they're gonna make the adjustments and I mean this team's proved it all year. Every time they come off a loss, they are not happy campers. Like right. they are pissed off. And they're talking about a Stanley Cup final. I think Bednar's gonna get them in line. And I I really wouldn't be shocked if we see kind of not a repeat of game two, but I think just defensively, I pray to God that the ice is better in Tampa Bay for game four. Jeez, like that ice. But to be sucks. fair, we gotta give. We, it, we're, we're talking right. About, I'm tr- I'm really trying yeah. to refute from making the ice excuse it's again. It's the middle of June. Right. Like, in Tampa, in and it was Tampa. also pouring rain today. Yeah. Like, however, the ice you are in NHL arena. Yeah. I wonder, like, you remember how in like old school football, people used to like grow the field longer when they were playing a fast team? Did they turn the temperature down on the ice by like one degree? We can get into conspiracy theories now because yeah, we've got I nothing else. I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past them either. Um, yeah, ice wasn't great tonight. I don't think it like it didn't affect the game in a grotesque way, but you could definitely tell it was. A but guys were there. falling over. Yeah, over nothing. I'm gonna give those guys a little break that it's the middle of June and we we're talking about an ice rink. So <laughs> in Tampa Bay, Florida. Right. So I'm gonna give them a little bit of a break, but uh, yeah, I mean, I just. I just, I, I'm really like not super freaking out about this. Yeah. I'm just not. It's one, it's one game, and you're still leading the series. You get that all out of your system. If you come out and win Game Four and have an impressive performance, none of this matters anymore. None you come it. home for Game Five with the Stanley Cup in the building, and you never think about this ever yeah. again. The funny part is, I'm looking at Tampa's weather today: 91% humidity. Oh. That'll do it. That'll do it for That'll sure. That'll do it for the ice. That will tend to fuck things up a yeah. little bit. You know what? Ice guys, I'm going to give you a break. Oh, Wednesday's not much better, dude. 93. Jesus. With 91% humidity again. I don't, okay. know, I don't know how you can live in Florida yeah. sometimes. You're just Either. you're just marinating in the heat. Oh, I don't know how, but oh, that sounds miserable. I mean, Colorado's not much better. You'll get to experience it. Well, it's next at least days. dry here. That's true. That's true. What is it supposed to be? I mean, it's supposed to be 80 tomorrow, so that's relatively cool. Yeah. It's not bad at all. No. So, oh, man, we could... Oh, dude, it sucks that Game 5 wouldn't be on uh, Saturday. Saturday's supposed to be 68. Oh, that would be so yeah, nice. Friday's supposed to be 89. So Of course. Um, yeah, man. Like I, I know that the listeners, I'm, I'm sorry you. this isn't going to be a super long episode, but... I mean, where are we at now? We're at, like, what... 
a little over 40. Yeah, no, this isn't as long as we usually are, but I, I think just like the abs, we're just washing this game from our memory. Yeah, and don't watch it entirely. Watch the film, see what went yep. wrong, and fix the defensive structure. I think things will be fine. I think you can win with Darcy Kemper and Ned. I also just think you have to acknowledge that, you know, he's not going to save everything sometimes. I don't know who that is yeah. laughing behind us. I guess these walls are as thick as I hope yeah. they would be. But <laughs> someone's having fun over there. At least someone is in Colorado tonight. But still, you clean up the defensive structure. You make life easy on Kemper. We've shown it's possible to do. And it, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can come home to Colorado up 3-1. Because that's all you need to do. You win one in Tampa. One and two. You win, and then you have three chances to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And I like our odds. I, I still like our odds in this, man. I yeah. still do. There's a reason why on the most betting websites that the ads are still the favorite in this series. Right. Like, the odds makers know what they're doing. And it was never going to be easy. Never going to be easy. You were, nev- you were never we're going to We're talking about team who has three playoff losses so far. Like, they've right. lost three this times This is the, the third playoffs. one. This is weird doing an episode like this because we haven't right. done one. It's, I, I generally find I struggle with these more because yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. So, I mean, because here's the thing. Even if you lose, like, because what did we do in the St. Louis series? We lost two of four? Yeah, we lost two of four. Those yeah. are both games we went to. One yeah. of them I hadn't slept in 36 yeah. hours. But so. here's the thing. You lose two of four, you still win the cup. Right. <laughs> you, you, you're already at two wins. Right. So even, even if, if you lose game four and you win game five, you're up three two in the series. Yeah, two chances. You got two it. chances to close it out. Yep. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to do a game seven, bro. No, no, I do not. I'd rather like I would rather. Oh, that's a good question. To end it. No, I'm not even gonna ask it because I'm not gonna put it in the universe. No, I'm not I the do universe. not want to deal with a Stanley Cup nope. final game seven because I know that game would go to overtime. Oh, it'd be hell. It'd it be would hell. be hell. We would be crying in the first yes. period. Like it would be zero zero, and someone would just look over at us, and be like, "Are you guys okay?" And we'd just no. go, "No." Nope, not good. Because like I'm, I'm a very collected person yeah. for the most, especially this season. I've been very collected about things because the Abs deserve a break sometimes when things go wrong because they're very good and they've shown their ability to bounce back. With the Stanley Cup in the building and on the brink of being eliminated, I will be a fucking wreck. Yeah, I would too. I don't want that. But but Abs win win tomorrow or Wednesday, and then finish it off Game Five at home. Yeah, and then e- even better if you do it at Game Six on the road. Then I don't even have to worry about it. As long as there is a parade in Denver, I don't care how the sausage gets made. So, um, I still feel good. I'm ready to go for Wednesday. I I wish we were playing tomorrow. Um, Yeah. But we won't, and we'll be good. So. Yeah, and this group will be hungry to get it back. Oh, yeah. This team has a lot of pride. Oh, yeah. And they know they did not play good enough in this game. And Tampa has a lot of pride, too. That's why they bounce back and play so good. These are two. These are the two best teams in the world. So... The abs bounce back. It's their turn to bounce back, make the adjustments, and I think they do. I yeah. think I, I've talked myself in. I'm going to change my prediction. I think they win four one. I'm I'm sticking with three two. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's going to be an incredibly close game. But the abs have the advantage on special teams, and even at five on five, if it's close, that's still advantage abs. Yeah, and the abs still have the ability to control play at even strength. They showed it already in this game. They showed yeah, it. They showed game. it in this game too. That Tampa, when Colorado, when that train gets rolling. Tampa can't stop them. Nope. So, I feel good. Let's rest up. Get ready for Wednesday. You'll be in the arena. I'll be in the arena for the watch party. And you so, can't fucking blame me yeah. anymore. Yeah, because now... And now you can't say it's all because you're in Denver, because we got out of the second round when I was here. Yeah. So, I don't want to hear yeah. it. Yeah. So, we'll be good. We're going to win game four, and then we're going to talk about game five, potentially win the cup. Yeah. So... I mean, I'm, in two days... In, 48 hours, we can be talking about the Stanley Cup will be in the building for Game 5. That's how quickly shit changes. Yeah. And that's how quickly shit has changed in the series. Yeah. So, I expect it. It's the ebbs and flows of playoff hockey. You can't get too high, can't get too low. I think we've done a pretty good job so far in this series staying right here. And Yeah, if they lose Game 4, that'll suck. But the series is tied. You're coming back home for a best of three. And, and you have two games at home. You have two games at home. Could like be worse. Odds. Could still be worse. Yeah. You know, there there's a lot of ways this series can still go. It's right. far from over. Game you four could talk is... Me into, you could talk me into being over in five. You could talk me over being six. And you could talk me into being over seven. Yeah. I, I could game, really be talking in any situation. Game four is critical. Yeah. It's... Real high-depth analysis yeah. right there, man. Yeah, real <laughs> high-depth. Game four depth of the Stanley Cup Finals is, is a big deal. pretty critical. Whoever uh, wins this game, probably going to win this series. Interesting. That's a bold take. Um, I don't hate it though. I kind of agree with you. 
I, yeah. I think I the think team's either going to go up three to one or go tied two two after winning two straight. And everything's going to shit their pants. But I yeah, I could see it. Like you said, I'm very easily swayed right now. Yeah, so. there's so many ways the series can yeah. still go, and it sucks to lose six to two. But it's over now, it's and over it's only now. it's only one loss. The same way winning seven nothing was only one win. We're on to Wednesday. Yeah, you just you just gotta keep on going. You know, sometimes you get blown out. You know, you look at I go back to previous Stanley Cup finals. You look at Nashville against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh got fucking killed in Nashville oh, sometimes. Yeah. Like they got straight up slaughtered in some of those games. Won the series in six. Yeah. And like you look at the the Blues and Bruins series, that that is a series of ebbs and flows. Oh, yeah. The Blues could have been out of that series several times. They got blown out twice in that yep. series at home against the Bruins. They just kept going. Mm-hmm. You know, you just gotta no matter what it is, you just gotta keep pushing. Because after this, there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing to save your energy for anymore. Yeah. Give it everything you got. That's all you can ask. I agree. So let's send these people on their merry way. Um, get ready for game four. And let's just, let's fucking, let's get ready. Yeah, let's do it. It's a series now. Series is two to one, game four on Wednesday. That's going to do it for us on this edition of the Tell It Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Thank you all so very much for tuning in. As always, use promo code Tell It Abs It Is at SeatGeek for $20 off your first order. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at GYoungsNHL. You can follow Christian at Christian underscore Belay. And you can follow the show at Tell It Abs It Is. But until then, take a deep breath. Christian had some great advice earlier. Don't do anything hockey tomorrow. Don't think about the game. Go for a nice walk outside. There's plenty of trail. That's what I'm going to do tomorrow. There's plenty of trails <laughs> around here I'm going to go explore because I'm, I'm back in Denver. I want to see it all again. And so just take a deep breath. You can go stress about it on Wednesday when it gets yep. here. There's plenty of time for that. And there's plenty of series still left to play. So we'll see you guys then. Enjoy the day off. We'll catch you all next time. But hopefully the Avs are going to be coming home up 3-1 to one with a chance to win it all. They will be. So we'll see you guys then, and let's go abs.